Hey guys, it's me, Producer Ross, and welcome back to another edition of Game Day Extra Time, the show where fans have their say on their club. And it's a packed show today. I've got a lot of guests to go through, so I'm not going to muck about. I want to get right in to the man making his debut all the way from Norway. It's not too far, really, from the UK, but it's still abroad. But yes, it's good old Sindre Larsson. How you doing, my friend? And welcome to the show. And uh, your thoughts on the MK Don's draw, first of all. Yeah, thank you. It's um, it's uh, been a while, but pleasure to be here. Um, yeah, my thoughts on the game. Um, obviously, not the greatest game uh, I've seen, uh, but at the same time, I'm trying to look at the bigger picture, maybe uh, breathe a few times and uh, calm down after after game. I see a lot of comments immediately after the game. Really, um, yeah, you can see that there's a lot of uh, emotions and uh, annoyance going about. But uh, I'm trying, as I said, to look at a bigger picture and, um, and just accept that even uh, though it was a bad game, the things we have been try- trying to introduce to our game hasn't, didn't come off as we wanted to. But uh, you can, um, I think you should take a, a point away from home when you play with um, 10 men for half an hour. Uh, so overall, I think it's a good, uh, good away point. Cool. Then I'm going to go over to Wales with our Welsh correspondent in Harvey Davies. How are you doing, my friend? How was your week? And uh, your thoughts on the NK Don's draw? Not too bad, yeah. Pleasure to be back. Um, week's not been going too bad. Nearly at Friday, aren't we? So uh, nearly that Friday feeling, which is the main thing. Yeah, um, yeah it wasn't the greatest performance, was it, against against MK Don's? It was <coughs> clear to see that it wasn't our, um, our most polished performance, if you like, of the season so far. But... Um, Again, I'm not, I'm not getting too carried away. I saw, you know, all these comments on Twitter and stuff after the game about changing formations and, you know, how we should have a, you know, different systems for different games and stuff like that. You know, it's it's still very very early on in the season. I predicted a draw, as you know, beforehand. I thought it was going to be a draw, um, but I'm not, I'm not getting worried or anything like that. There was still, I thought, positive aspects of the game, um, positives we can take into. Um, into Blackpool this weekend, um, there's always going to be improvements. We're not going to win every game. It's as simple as that. So, um, yeah, as um, you know, as, as it's been discussed, I'll take a point with, with 10 men and, uh, yeah, move on to the next game and hopefully pick up three points on Saturday against Blackpool, which I'm gutted I'm not going to this year because that's usually a um, an away day not too far from me. Definitely. And uh, one man who I saw in Blackpool, probably the last time I saw him, was good old John Watson. How you doing, my friend? Um, and yeah, a draw on the weekend. Back. Yes, good to be back. Um, yeah. So, what's your thoughts on that that result? And had a good week. And uh, you've got a new puppy. Good old Ziggy. Yeah, if you hear the noise in the background, I apologise. Yeah. That's all right. Um, Ziggy, the latest um, addition to the KOA army. Um, he's joined. He's going to have a nice uh, episode shirt when he's big enough. Um, yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, still getting over the, the old virus, but um, yeah, doing good. Thanks. I was a bit more upbeat than some fans after the game on Saturday. I saw it as I tried to step back and think, well, 10 points from 12 games was uh, really not a bad return. We would have all accepted that before the season started, although we didn't play well. I absolutely uh, agree with that. There were some positives somewhere in there to take. However, Toto was, as I said on Saturday, Tiros, Toto really was a good performance. Wilson... um, you know, K 
Ken Nock being the negative, I suppose. I thought he was dreadful. I really did. Um, but overall, a point isn't too bad. Um, disappointing. I don't know we'll talk about the injuries later on, but obviously that changed the game because, uh, you know, we played a large chunk of that game without the people, well, without a full team. The only other thing to throw into there is, and I said to you on Saturday, I, I thought about it again, and I, I kind of think it's probably more accurate. Last season, we would have lost that game. You know, as you rightly said, Ross, last time I spoke to you in person um, was up in the pouring down rain after the Blackfield <laughs> match where we nearly got blown away. Um, but, you know, we all know what happened at Blackpool. You know, we had the chance at one end, didn't take it. Blackpool went straight up the other end and scored, didn't they? And... Uh, I think that kind of um, analogy and metaphor of last season, we would have lost that in the 92nd minute and we didn't. So we take the point and we move on. But as I said on a tweet after the game, I think uh, on, for Monday's um, pod with um, Mark and Andy and Stu was very much about how we respond. So let's see how we respond. We've got the Blackpool game on. We need to go and show it. And let's not let Garbutt come on and score a late winner. <laughs> We'll get on to, of course, the Blackpool um, preview later in the pod. But I'm going to go over to a man who was not happy after the full-time whistle against the MK Dons, and that is good old Mr. Game Day himself, Thomas Seggins. Um, had a good week, mate, and you're, uh, you had time to reflect since that game. Uh, how, how, how was your uh, overall thoughts on that? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Um, my week's okay. It's Friday tomorrow, like Harvey said, so that's, that's a bonus. Um, I was doing fine, but then John brought up Blackpool. And then a flood of emotions have come back and I'm back being angry again. So, <laughs> but no, um, but yeah, I've had time to reflect. I've perhaps overacted a little bit in terms of the game. Um, I still think Down should have come on at halftime to bring a bit of physicality to that midfield. Um, but, and also if he had to come on, he might not be injured right now because the, the game would have gone differently. So that's one way to look at it. But, um, but yeah, overall, you know, it's a good, Good point to take from there, you know, like John says, 10 points left from 12, which we would have taken at the beginning of the season. Um, still think we should be winning these games, though, if we want to go up. And I, I'm still concerned about, like I said, all season, really. They're still in the back of my mind. There's still these concerns that we're not going to be a top six, top eight team. And I think if that was a Sunderland or a Portsmouth or Lincoln, someone like that, we would be talking about a defeat after Saturday, in my opinion. Um, even before Downs got injured, I think I think we 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 wouldn't have looked so good if it was a team higher up in the league. And um, so yeah, that's, that's my main concern. But overall, it was a it wasn't a very good game. We got a point from it. That's the main thing. And like John was saying, if if if, if like Blackpool last season, that you know we, we were drawn away, and then all of a sudden we had that chance, and then all went went up the other end, and we lost it. So that could have happened last Saturday, and didn't, and that's a bonus. Cool. Now I'm going to move on to my boy, Liam from Crew, the man who hosts the games for me. Uh, we had a nice burgers, didn't we? Burgers and yeah. chips. And what, what else do we have? Some cake as well, don't we? For our dessert. Yeah, we had cake. yeah, yeah. But um, how are you doing, my friend? You had a good week. And uh, your thoughts on the MK Dons game? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Um, fun little fact, when I used to live in the very top of Scotland, I was actually closer to Norway than London. Um, so that's a, an interesting fact for you. Um, in terms of the MK Dons game, I said on here last Thursday, it's a game that we should be looking to win. But 
in isolation, it's a good point. I think playing with half an hour with 10 men, I think you can you can only say it was going to be a good point. Um, MK Dons were the better team by far throughout the match. Um, Town didn't really get going. My concern mainly was about the midfield more not being able to get control of the ball and try and turn the game Town's way. Um, and that's what I know a number of people said about it was a bit lightweight. Um, but they're all good creative players when we're on top. But in games where we might need a bit more steel, um, we struggled, um, which would have meant we should have played downs earlier. Um, uh, Lambert bringing on Judge was a complete uh, brain fart, basically. I, I don't have a clue what he was doing. Um, I know he's not going to know that uh, Downs was going to get injured, but it, you'd already had one player go off injured. Um, and then to make two substitutions at that time was just nonsensical for me, especially Judge, who isn't going to add anything down that flank. But I thought there were positives. I, d I don't think it's all lost. I thought the centre-halves were really solid. I thought they had a great game. The issues came down the full-back uh, areas. Uh, Kenlock was an absolute car crash when he came on. And I think Chambers had had his first real kind of test, um, which in period places he struggled a little bit um, positionally. Um, but I think overall, I think people just need to calm down a bit. Um, I think that, ten, as we've all said, 10 points out of 12 is a very good start. Um, and I think we should not get het up about dropping points away at MK Dons when you actually look back at the game and how it unfolded, it probably will be a good point. I think we've just got to go forward now, look forward to Blackpool and, and see if we can bounce back. Cool. And uh, I'm going to breathe for a second. I've got two more people to introduce. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go over to good old Brad. Um, how you doing, my friend? <coughs> Had a good week. And uh, your thoughts on the MK Dons game. I'm getting to yeah. you, David, soon. Don't worry, I'm getting to you soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good week. Um, I started the week waiting for coronavirus results, which thankfully came back negative. So I spent the rest of the week getting out and about. So all good. Um, Gars from K-Dons, I agree. It's, it's um, in hindsight a good point. I didn't like our approach at the start of the game. I've almost, I know scoring an early goal isn't a bad thing, but it made us say, all right, we've scored. MK Dons have an over ball, we'll just let them have it again and hopefully we'll get a second. And um, I thought that was the wrong approach because we were happy to sit back. We, um, we just let them come on to us, growing confidence. And um, if you're not going to get that second goal, that's a dangerous game. I felt like Edwards and Sears, they were too far, too far deep against a 3 5 2, basically pushed up right on Lewington and Williams. But they were almost marking the wing backs at times. and they were giving them to them three at the back so much space. Teddy Bishop wasn't pushed up on Kasumu, so he was able to get the ball in front of them. So it created a 4v1 and then just have an overtime in the world back there. I don't really know what it was. I felt like if Bishop would have pushed up into that number 10 role, our winners would have pushed up on the two wide centre halves. We'd have forced them into another mistake. But because we got a goal too early, it's almost like the players said to themselves, that's all right, you have the ball. We'll do, we'll do what we did a minute ago. Just, we'll just do it again. Um, with that, like I said, they grew in confidence. Second half, uh, downs went off, like you say, Liam, or was it someone else? The judge substitution was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. I, 
It's almost like he forgot that he'd already bought ten lot on, and he thought he had another sub left. Because why would why would he then make? I, I don't think any manager should ever make all three subs before before the seventieth, eightieth minute, even because if you don't leave yourself, there's always that chance of us being injury FC that we're going to have somebody go off injured and go down to ten men. So in hindsight, it's a good point hanging on. Um, to me, it says that Jackson wasn't fit, so. That's why he wasn't a third substitution in the last 10 minutes. So he got judge on there for some reason. But, um, but yeah, overall, happy with the point, but not happy with the performance and how we approached it. So, yeah. Cool. And finally, the man. It's David. How you doing, my friend? Uh, how's your week been and uh, your thoughts on the MK Dons game? That, that was the first game I actually haven't spoken to after the game. <laughs> your thoughts on. So, yeah. <laughs> how you doing, my Happy International Lesbian Day. Um, we need to get that in. Uh, I didn't, I mean, my, my week's been okay. I've been pestilent today, but yeah, whatever. Um, I didn't watch it. I listened to a little bit of it, but um, then I had pressing needs to remove bookcases and uh, put them in other places. So I didn't listen to very much of it. Um, so I can't really comment. The bit I heard, we sounded like we were playing crap and MK Dons were um, on top. Uh, which annoyed me, which is part of the reason I went back to my bookcases because I can't stand MK Dons because they're not a real football club. Um, generally, uh, what Harvey said earlier on, I, I, I agree with completely. I, I disagree about substitutions, though, um, because I think you you can't judge it on the basis of there might be an injury later on. I thought we played, you know, resilience. And somebody said um, somewhere I read about um, Mick would have been proud of the backs of the wall thing. Um, and I think you need to show that. How often have we been down to 10 men and it's been easy to play against us? Um, and so that that was I was pleased with. I think last season we criticised um, Lambert for making substitutions too late. Being bold with substitutions, I think, is a good thing. If it had come off, great. It's unlikely to if Judge is what you're bringing on, because I don't think Judge should be near a football pitch. But, you know, that's an opinion that I, I just don't rate him anymore. Um so no, I, I, I'm not displeased with the waypoint. I just would have liked to have dispatched the plastic team. Cool. And um, you know, you mentioned injuries, of course. Downs and Stephen Ward got into that game. Stephen Ward, it seems, it's not as serious as we probably were fearing, but he's not going to be available for the Blackpool game. But the Flynn Downs, the man who was the elephant in the room um, a couple of pods ago, uh, but now he's a player who's still here. Um, he's now going to be out for two months. Who would like to start off that chat about him and how big a blow is that? Um, basically, going into the Blackpool game because I felt he, you know, he was a player that was needed for the MK Dons Day game, and he did okay until he got injured. So, who would like to just quickly share their thoughts I think, on that? I think, judging by the strength and depth we've got on midfield at the moment, um, and you know, depending on how long Ward's out for. I think I think Ward could be the greater miss, to be honest. Mm. Um, you know, looking at Kenlock's performance on um, on Saturday, um, Downs is our best midfielder. There's, there's no doubt about that. But we've got a lot of depth in that midfield, a lot of strength in that midfield, especially at the moment. They're playing with a lot of confidence. Um, so I think, arguably, short term anyway, at least Ward is is for me the greater miss of the two. Um, I know when Darva played there against Gillingham, I, I saw that Brad made a point about whether that's an audition for him to kind of compete with um, with Kenlock. Um, 
but there's, there's no doubt both of them are big misses. But as I said, short term wise, I think I think Ward could be the the greater miss of the two. Um, you know, judging on how how long he's out for. Cool. And Thomas, you've got a hand up, my friend, and that's how we roll on game day. Extra time. The hands up. We're back in school, um, as David said off um, off record. But yeah, Thomas, would you say Stephen Ward's a big of a miss? Um, Ward is a miss, yeah, especially when you've got Ken Locke as backup. Um, that left side is now looking um, weak, much weaker than what it was for last week. But um, for me, I think Dan's is a big blow. I mean, I know he hasn't been starting, but he adds, like I said earlier, he adds a bit of physical grip to that midfield that we're going to need against the, you know, on the, against the tougher teams. We needed it on Saturday and we're going to need it again at some point. And to lose him, I can't really think of a player in midfield who we've got to replace that. I mean, Emma Hughes doesn't provide that. Um, I want to see Dobber in the squad, but he's not going to provide that. And other than that, I don't really see where that's going to come from. So now we're stuck with Bishop, Bazell and Nolan, who are, you know, they are doing, they're playing their part, but they're, they're not downs when it is tracking back and, you know, getting getting the tackles in when they need to, much like Scoosh used to do as well, who I know, you know, is a bit, bit of a difficult one to talk about Scoosh at the moment, especially with injured and that, but he does provide those challenges that you need to, you know, stop stop the other team from scoring and help the defence out. And I don't really know where that's going to come from at the moment. So for me, for Downs being out for two months, it's, it's a big loss in my eyes. Um, it would have been a big loss if he left. We'd had to replace him. Now we've got him. We've got him here to stay, but he's injured. So... We've lost the move away, and it's. I don't, you know, I don't know where we go from here now because it's. For me, like I say, it's a big loss, and you know, we've, that midfield is going to struggle. I think now. I know we've got replacements, but nothing like, like nothing big enough to provide what he does in my eyes. Yeah, he's definitely not going to be going anywhere now with that injury because he won't be passing a medical. Uh, Liam, I know you've had your hand up for a while. Is it hurting now? But yeah, your your thoughts on this, my friend. Um, I, I completely agree with Tom. I was I was going to say basically what he's just said that I take Harvey's point that we are well stocked in midfield, but we haven't really got outside of Downs a proper midfielder in there who can break up the game um, and potentially give us an opportunity to to be a bit more gritty if we need to get especially against teams who are going to have more possession. Um, I do take the point, though, that Ward will be potentially in the shorter term a bigger loss uh, with what we have to have to replace him. Um, but I just worry he's going to be out for two months. Uh, it's going to take him a while to get back up to speed when he does. And we've got some very difficult games on the horizon at the end of this month and the start of uh, November. Uh, and he's going to miss all of that. And that's my greatest worry, that if we start with the same midfield three that we've got, I've got no issues against teams who aren't going to have as much possession, where they can be creative and try and break down teams. But against teams who are going to have more possession than us and try and dominate the game, I think, if, if as what Saturday has shown, we might be in trouble without having someone in that midfield who can actually put their foot in and break down uh, opposition attacks. So it, it's a huge loss for me. Cool. Does anybody else want to add anything else to the Downs injury, or shall we move on to the next topic? All right, good old John. Go ahead, my friend. Yeah, I just want to say that for me, Downs is our best player in the squad. So if any team in the country loses their best player 
or potentially best player, arguably the best player, whatever you want to say, it's going to be a blow. I do agree with what the lads were saying about Ward being a miss. Um, and I'm a fat 45-year-old from Sunderland, and I could play better than Ken Lock, Ken Lock at left back. Um, and I'm right-footed and uh, not not well. So uh, let's just, Ward's going to be a huge blow. I think his leadership as well, helping whether it's, you know, the, the current centre-half pairing, who aren't young by any means, but lack a bit of know-how maybe. And when Wolfie comes back in, having Ward alongside him would be really helpful. Um, and I think Ward is linked well with Sears, so there's different com- aspects we're going to miss of Ward. But with regards to Downs, we, can, we, can, we can't change it. He's out, he's injured, and he's going to be a huge blow. Um, but it's a chance for somebody to make the position theirs. You know, we start the season really, really well in midfield. We were, we were saying Downs has to work hard to get back in. So whilst that pressure of Downs coming back might have helped lift people, it's time for Nolan. And you know, I rate Nolan and I think he started the, the season well. Um, it's, it's time for Nolan to do the job. Dizelle has started the season well. Um, he has to step up and break up that play as well. I know he's a, he's sitting deep. He can't let people run past him. And then maybe it's a chance for Amy Hughes to come back in and at some point and come off the bench. And, you know, if I was a midfielder, because we've talked about the midfield being packed, I would be saying, right, I've got, I've got a better chance here. I've got my chance. So somebody needs to seize that opportunity. But you can't get away from the fact he's a, he's a huge miss. And then uh, Sindrae... I'll let you round it up, my friend. Um, put the, the final plaster on the Downs injury. That's a terrible energy. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, <laughs> go, go ahead. Yeah, it's not ideal. Uh, absolutely not. Um, especially when you look at... Um, just If you isolate the Downs injury in itself, it's not good. But previously, we would have had players who could go in and do somewhat similar job in terms of skews. Um now we have, um, as uh, the others have previously mentioned, more tippy-tappy, uh, soft players, perhaps could uh, could say. And I've already seen the tendencies in the previous games this season that we have been overrun in midfield quite a lot. I think the pressure uh, from the front three has been all right in itself, but the midfield three has been too slow to react um, on the second wave if that's the correct uh, English term, terminology. But um, um, what um, Harvey said about the uh, I completely agree. But uh, I think uh, General Donastian can could go in there and, and do a job for a few games because I know he, he used to play left-back when yeah, he was Arkansas. at loan. Yeah. Yeah, at yeah, So I don't think that's uh, in itself for a few games uh, is the biggest problem. Uh, offensively, he won't uh, contribute as, as much as Ward. But in terms of downs, I think um, I think we have a potential worry uh, for a long time ahead because um, even though Emir Hughes is a decent enough player at this level and should be uh, a solid replacement, I think um, seldom he he might he might not have the, um, those uh, those attributes that we uh, that we lack in the midfield is too similar, I think, to the other players in there. So, um, yeah, I'm not too overly optimistic about the coming uh, coming weeks. To be fair, is it? I've just thinking of player Brett McGavin. Do you think you know a lot of people say he could go into that mold as the Cole Skew sort of right? Is he a player that 
you know, he started, I think he played in the full 90 against, I saw David's got his hand up in nodding. What's your thoughts on that? Well, it's not that I think that McGavin necessarily should come in. I think he's a different type of player to um, Downs. And Downs, I wasn't going to say much because what um, was said before was, uh, I agree with completely, um, different type of player. But if you've got Skews out, you've got Downs out, Hughes has been intermittent at best, shall we say. Bishop, I think, has had some good moments and some ineffective moments. Um, and I think that too often, if things aren't going quite your way, he, he tends to drop off a bit. And when we need to push up and put pressure on, um, and somebody said that earlier on, that the, 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 that attacking three behind the striker need to push up, close the space down. So it should be an opportunity, if you've got those injuries, for somebody to come onto the bench. Say McGavin now is on the bench. He can come in and he can say, I deserve a, I deserve a role in the league off the bench and things and, and do that. Um, I wouldn't start him, but I think it's undoubtedly an opportunity because every time I've seen McGavin so far, he's looked like he's a really potentially outstanding player. I've been very, very impressed with him whenever I've seen him. So I, I'd have no problem about sticking him on the bench and, and saying, you know, take your chance if it comes. Cool. Got some more hands up going over to you, Thomas. Uh, your yeah. thoughts on this? I'm still McGavin on the bench, and especially as now that their main competition is gone, it does make me wonder if um, the three midfielders aren't going to try as hard. I'm not saying they're not going to try as hard. But, you know, their motivation might go down a bit because they their main competition is gone now. So they're placed. No, but you know what I mean. Though is yeah. I don't want to. I'm not trying. I'm not going at the best way. I guess, but it kind of a small worry is they haven't got their main competition there now. So is their motivation going to be as it was at the start of the season? Because they know that they're they're a bit more secure than what they were with Downs not lurking like he was. I think I saw your hand up go as well, John. You got something after that, my yeah, friend? Yeah, just to say I agree with David about um, when I've seen McGavin play. Uh, one of the Lincoln away last season, I think, was one of the games I saw him play. Um, I think he's like uh, he's very similar to Skuse, and I, I think Skuse still has a role to play. I know he's injured at the moment, but you know he's he, he's like a young called Skuse, and he's going to learn that role. Whether uh, you'll have McGavin and Dizelle in the same team with Dizelle sitting deep. I don't think you could play those two necessarily together if Dizelle keeps playing the, the similar role. But I agree that he could be on the bench and there's another midfield option. OK, then. Let's move on to the game that everyone didn't care about. Even the managers, Paul Lambert, Stephen... Uh, Steve, Stephen? Steve Evans um, <laughs> didn't, didn't care about, of course, was the EFL Trophy group stage game. Uh, Town won 2-0. Uh, goals from Armando Dobra and Ben Falami. Uh, but Sindra, you watched it, my friend. Uh, so your thoughts and uh, some promising things out of that, really. Yeah, I have to be honest, first and foremost. Uh, uh, I have this uh, season ticket on Eiffel, so I, I actually got it for free anyway. So I might not have been, uh, been too keen on paying £10 for it isolated. But um, anyhow, I got to watch it. Um, yeah, absolutely some positives. Uh, I think... Um, I think we tend to maybe overreact once we get those good uh, good victories every now and then. Uh, first half, uh, I don't think anyone who watched that first half will remember anything from it in a year's time, even a week's time, because it was um, it wasn't that much of a, a spectacle. Um, second half, uh, a bit better, uh, but um, the most important thing for me. Uh, just like your colleague Andy Warren, uh, is just to see the younger players have a run out, see what they're capable of, and 
yeah, some some really encouraging uh, performances by uh, by individual players. Of course, one of the biggest talking points from the game was good old Armando Dobra scored an absolute belter, top bins. We love that. We love that. So that is the next discussion point. Is would you feature Dobra for the upcoming game against Blackpool? Um, or would you rather see him out on loan? Um, so you would like to start off this discussion point. I'll go over to you, Harvey. Saw your hand up. Go first. I'd definitely have him involved. I think um, every time he's played, he's he's looked he's looked promising. He is still a bit raw. There are still times where I don't think his decision making is the greatest, but he he's, he looks absolutely fearless every time he gets the ball. Um, and for me, we're lacking that kind of directness in the squad. Um, the only real person, I think I mentioned this before, who provides that for me is um, is Bishop, um, possibly possibly Edwards when he's when he's played in the right position. Um, so for me, I think definitely there's there's a gap opened up. But again, it's not the same position as Downs, but there's a gap opened up now, you know, within that kind of midfield slash number 10 role, I suppose, if, if you're looking for where he'd play Dobra. Um, I think it's, it's up to him now to prove that he's he's good enough to stake a claim. For me, um, I was surprised um, that Lambert said he, he wanted to loan him out, considering various interviews last season. Um, he said that he was firm in his plans for this season and gave him a squad number and then decided that he needed to loan him out. So for me, that whole thing was a little bit bizarre. Um, I'd definitely have him in and around the first-team picture. Uh, I think he offers a real exciting kind of energy that um, we're not in massive supply of. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely have him in that first. Ne- not necessarily starting every week, but I'd definitely have him as an option off the bench for, you know, for the short term. And Thomas, you mentioned it earlier in your chat um, when, when you spoke uh, about Dobro and you said you would have him playing. I don't understand how he's not in that squad week in, week out. And Judge is, to be honest, um, I'd have him over Judge. I've got to get in there before David as well. But I don't understand why he's not in that. You know, he's got that young grit about him. He's got a bit of skill that we lack in some ways. You know, that goal on Tuesday, I didn't see it live, but I saw it on sort of afterwards and how he got that top, top bins, let's say. Um, <laughs> I don't... You know, I don't understand how, what, what more he's got to do to get in that squad, to be honest with you. Um, he's doing everything right. I know when he played against Hackerton, he got sent off. But, you know, that, that all come. Downs was doing that when he first started playing for us. He's, he's worked on his aggression. I'm sure Dobra can as well. It's, if that's something he needs to work on, I'm sure he will. Every player will, if they need to. Um, so, yeah, for me, he needs to be in that squad. Um, he needs to be put in there, get a bit of game time. You know, he provides something as well. Like during the second half, when we perhaps need something different, and then put him on the pitch, you know, we provide something we can go out and win a game if he's on there, maybe. Um, so, whereas Judge, as we saw on Saturday, just doesn't do anything. Just as David would say, you go and have a picnic somewhere else. <laughs> so you know, it's, it's just I don't know. It's double for me, double for double over Judge every day of the week. Cool. Judge's favourite person. Uh, is David, of course. Uh, I saw you put your hand up. Your thoughts on the, the Dobra situation? Are you a fan of him? Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, Andy Warren said um, about the fact that he still runs into too many people sometimes for us to beat one extra player and stuff. 
Um, that's a criticism I sort of had of El Mazzuni when I saw him play a couple of times last season. He tried to over-elaborate. But I'd have him in and around the squad, undoubtedly. You know, sort of, I mean, Tom stole my criticism of Judge. But, I mean, Judge has been stealing sort of space up front for the last two years um, and doing very little. How many assists? How many goals? Um, but also, what, what Harvey was saying, you, you've got in midfield, the reason why our midfield is working is because you've got a balance of things. You haven't got players who are very similar. We've talked about maybe McGavin and Dazelle can't play alongside each other necessarily because they've been inhabiting the same space. And in the past, we've had midfielders that midfields that aren't balanced. You've got the the pace and the running. You've got the passing. You've you've got the dribbling of Bishop. The same if you look at the front three, you need that as well. And Edwards has got that ability to cut inside, but Dobra has got that ability to do something completely different. You know, he which comes with youth. You see it with lots of players because they just try stuff. And there are times in the game you need that. Do you have that with Judge? No. I know exactly what Judge is going to do. Bugger all. Um, so I'd have him in around. I wouldn't necessarily start him at the moment, but I think he's a useful player to come off the bench, do something unexpected, and nail his place. And I think that he's got the confidence to be able to say, I want this and I'm good enough for this. So I'd, I'd keep him in, in and around the squad, undoubtedly. Um, and for me, he's head and shoulders above Judge already. Cool. And over to Liam, good old Dobra. What's your thoughts on this? Um, or where um, do you think he'll play? Like if, if he did say start, where would you put him? You know, because uh, you can say John Nolan's position, maybe? Um, potentially. Um, maybe as one of the wider forwards, um, give him a bit more space. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking back to last season. When he came um, on, against Blackpool, I was quite excited when he came on because I thought that that's the sort of, I think that's the sort of thing that Town needs. I know he's raw and I know he'll make mistakes, he's young, but I think there needs to be a little bit of that kind of lack of fearlessness in, in, in youth and, and just allow them to go out and play. And he certainly got a bit of X factor about him that he could do something different. Mm. Um, I, 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 I get the point that's being made by Stu about um, sending him out on loan and he gets a full season playing League Two football, potentially. But, I mean, surely he can learn being in and around the first-team squad at town. And surely that's better for his development, being around the first team at town, because that's the club that he's playing at. And if he's going to be a part of it, I think he should be kept there. I think I don't think he should be put out on loan. I would I wouldn't start him on Saturday, but I would certainly have him in the squad, um, and and potentially there as an option to maybe do something late on. Um, but I mean, going going to judge uh, David and Tom clearly haven't seen the article today that Judge was interviewed saying I've seen that it. I've seen it. playing his, his best football. <laughs> <laughs> Playing his best football um, in the way that Town are now currently playing, which is a bit of a joke. Um, seeing as though he hasn't played much, and he doesn't—he he just hasn't ever since he signed. He just hasn't been the player I think everyone hoped he would be. Um, and I've—I've—I I've, said it, I think, to you on Saturday that um, basically, if if I think his contract comes to an end 
at the end of this season, um, I wouldn't be rushing to renew it. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go over to you, Brad. I haven't heard from you for a while, so let's hear, let's hear from you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every fan, I'm always excited when Dobra is coming on on the pitch, off the bench. He gives you that unpredictability, doesn't he? Like, players that come off the bench, you normally think he's going to cut inside, he's going to try and get crosses in. You never quite know what you're going to get with Dobra. Uh, might be a sending off, might be a fantastic bit of skill, least of a goal. So I really liked him as a player. Like Andy was saying earlier, but if, if you were to go on loan, it's got to be the right type of loan. Don't necessarily know if you're going to get that in lead two. I think El Mazzuni's now currently struggling because Wesley Houlihan is in his place. So it's, old. it's difficult to get that perfect loan for him playing the way we play and the role he wants to play. Um, I can't see him being a number 10 here because with Downs being injured, with Stu's being injured, don't feel like there's a solid enough base behind him for him to play in there. I can't see him playing left wing now because Bennett's has been brought in. So it's going to be Bennett's and Sears. So perhaps he could come on on the wide right, um, I don't know, 20 minutes to go, try and make something happen. Um, but I don't really see... I, I, I'm always thinking in Paul Lambert's mind, that's the thing. I mean, if, if I was manager, I'd be doing things different. I'm sure we all would. But I'm thinking in Paul Lambert's mind, he's got other players in those positions. He probably trusts more um, and he wants them to play and then rather than Dobra, which is obviously going to be the case. Because Dobra's, what, 19? So... He's going to be raw. He's going to have his faults. And that's how you learn, is by, by playing. So I would like to send him out on loan. Even, and I, I, I haven't heard it mentioned, but what about, I know the whole coronavirus pandemic, but what about going abroad? What about maybe finding a club abroad um, that play good, play good football, play our sort of way, get, get some minutes, get some games? Maybe that could benefit him. So I wouldn't rule that out. Um, but like I say, I like Dobra as a player and I, I see him as a big, having a big future in the game and hopefully at our club. But right now, I think that there's a few in his way, um, certainly Lambert's thinking anyway. Sindra, any Norwegian clubs Dobra could go to? Yeah, plenty, I reckon. <laughs> but, um, I saw you put your hand up, my friend. Uh, what have you got to add to this? Yeah, um, like David said earlier, um, the fact that he sometimes maybe over elaborate, I think that's the thing that makes us as fans excited because uh, how many times, how many players for the past, uh, past five, ten years have you actually had uh, a player that gets uh, bums off seats, as you say, over there in, in the UK? <laughs> yeah. uh, and um, so he, he has something special, but, uh, and I completely agree with all the lads. That, um, I would like to have him around the squad as an option. But at the same time, I think it's important that we, or I can only speak for myself, that I don't get too carried away based on a few cameo appearances here and there because I've, at the end of the day, Paul Lambert sees this guy train every single day and there has to be a reason why he's, uh, he wants him to go out, out on loan. I, I, I don't see him play every day, so I can't. I, I think um, for my own part, I, 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 I'd rather be a, um, have some humility here because... Uh, I don't think I have seen him enough to be so uh, so sure that he's actually good enough to feature for the first team every now and again. Uh, but um, like the lads said, um, he has something uh, that the other players simply don't. So um, keep him around as an option. But maybe Lambert wants him to play more regularly uh, somewhere else. I can also I can accept that. 
Uh, I'll go with you, John. I think you had your hand up. Your uh, your thoughts on this? Yeah, um, a lot. Like uh, everybody's just said, there's a lot of good points. Um, well done, lads. You're making good points. Um, Cheers. For, for me, there's a couple of points that I want to add into there or kind of go back through there. Definitely exciting player. He is different, like everybody said. And he does, uh, like St. Louis just said, get his bums off seats. I saw him get sent off. Was it Accrington or Fleetwood? Yeah. I can't remember which Accrington one. Accrington on the telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there and it was a bit petulant, but it wasn't. You know, I've seen players do a lot worse. Was um, it like an elbow? Was it like an elbow? Yeah, it, just, it was a smaller push-out slap kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I've seen him come on a couple of times and he's... He's been fearless with his running at people. And, you know, the old cliche, nobody likes somebody with pace and nobody likes being run at, you know, but it's true. Like, if you've ever played in defence and somebody's got confidence to run at you and will go at you, nobody likes that with 20 minutes to go. So I think he's a, he, probably best position for us at the moment. I agree with, um, I think it was what Brad was saying about uh, not having the cover in midfield if he's in the three. So in the middle three, I think he would have to probably be wide right. Um, but I, I, I would keep him around the squad. Do I think he's going to be around the squad? No. and Because um, Lambert's strange. Uh, he's named normal. Um, he, he, he has a, he has um, funny things. He, he made a big he thing. In Germany. <laughs> he, made, he made a big thing about Idris being one of the best young players at the club. And and then really like in Dobra, he drops people in for a little bit. He even did it with McGavin, pulled him off a half time once, didn't he? As well, you know. Yeah, I got Yeah, so you look at it sometimes, and you think he bigs the young players up. And he talked about Idris and um, Dobra being really key to this. Uh, to the young lads, they just need a bit of help. Well, then the bit of help is there. Maybe he, him as coach, should maybe give him a bit of help and give him a bit of game time. Um, so I would like him there, but I don't think for whatever reason, whatever's gone on, like Sindre said, it could be that he's not working hard enough. It could be that he's not giving it enough in training. I don't know. But from an outside point of view, um, something's happened, I think, with Lambert going, right, I'm going to do things differently this year. And it means Idris and certainly Dobra have been pushed further down the pecking order, which doesn't please me. So if he's not going to play for us, then it is best for him to go out on loan, but I want them to play for us. Um, he's just an exciting player. He's different. So, yep, that's my thoughts. Cool. We're going to end it there, but we're going to have David finish it off. So your <laughs> final thoughts, mate. Uh, I've sort of uh, got three. Loan, I wouldn't send him on loan. If, you, if you're further down the pecking order, you know, El Mazzuni's made sort of only a handful of appearances. They've been off the bench and things. He, he's a lot further down. Um, and you could argue the same, although I'll say something different later on about Andaba. And there are other players who you can think, well, they're on the fringes, but they are very much on the fringes. They're, they're sort of, you know, um, Mickey Mouse trophy game players. Yeah, off you go on loan. Absolutely fine. But down, but um, Dobra for me, has gone beyond that. And if you're 19 going on 20, then you shouldn't be sort of disappearing off out alone. You need to be making your mark here. And I think he's done enough to do that. Certainly, uh, Judge, who was it mentioned Judge is apparently playing his best football? I mean, it's, what? Um, yeah, I know Judge said it, but somebody else <laughs> quoted it. 
I, I just think when when you compare the other players who've played across that front line, and I know the strikers haven't scored goals, but Hawkins has made a difference. Um, Drummond made a difference before he got an injury. And then you look across, Sears has scored goals and created space. And I've been critical of Sears. Bishop's got a couple and he's made life difficult for him. And I've been critical of Bishop the way he's dropped out of games when it's got hard a bit. Edwards, who I I would quite happily at the end of last season seen the back of, but he's made a real difference. He's, he's got a lot more confidence. He's cutting inside. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, Ross, that he's going to end up top scorer, but, you know, I can't criticise the contribution goals, that mate. he's Two made goals. on that. Two goals. <laughs> Lancaster, you know, he's had, a ha- he's had a couple of appearances, but he's made those um, telling runs which got the assists. What has Judge done in that time? You know, he's not getting the goals from those positions. He's not getting the assists. What's his contribution? So if Judge gets a place in the squad and keeps being praised and then writes articles, you know, gets interviewed for the East England saying, I'm, I'm amazing. Dobra, I think, that deserves to get in there more of that. And he, he certainly shouldn't be off out and loan. And I, I think it's also unfair to bring up the Accrington sending off because I think that the um, that was a, a niggly reaction to an arsehole who um, went in on him first because I was there as well. And I, when I pulled out the red card, I thought that they were sending the Accrington player off because he provoked him in the first place. Um, Oscar will disagree with me because we spent about two hours on the journey home arguing about that one. But um, that's what sons do, isn't it? Yes. And I don't, I, but last thing, very last thing, promise. <laughs> Lambert hasn't changed. You know, he's, he's changed in terms of he's sticking with the formation, he's sticking with that. But he hasn't given um, a char- proper chance to youngsters, I don't think. Throughout, I mean, El Mazzuni, Dobra, they come in, McGavin comes in for half a game, then gets frozen out. He talks up and Darber, and then he does sort of like, yeah, he's definitely going to get a game before the end of the season. Then you didn't see him for the entire season. He'll play them in Mickey Mouse games. He might play them like Mick did on a pointless end of season game where nothing's riding on it. But he's not, he's not giving head to youth. He's only doing it because he's been told to by his boss. Okay then, let's go on to this weekend. Again, that wasn't going to be happening. It wasn't scheduled in the fixture when it was announced, but um, due to international call-ups to Sunderland and Charlton, who we were supposed to be playing this weekend, uh, we travelled to Blackpool. Um, Blackpool, who haven't started their season very well indeed. Um, So another game like MK Dons, uh, Rochdale, they were down the bottom there. Blackpool were 22nd after four games. Uh, They... Started their season off with a 1-0 defeat against Plymouth. Uh, 2-0 win against Swindon Town, who were newly promoted, of course. Then they lost 2-0 against Gillingham at their place. And then on the weekend, they lost 3-2 to Lincoln City and had a player sent off. James Husband was sent off. So we could be seeing goals in this game. So, and of course, I've got two former town players in Grant Ward. And uh, I'll do it quietly, Luke Garbett. Um, So who would like to start this conversation off first? I'm going to speak to good old John Watson, the man who I last saw in Blackpool when we both got very wet, or, or, or as well, Liam was there, Thomas was there, and we got very wet indeed. I don't think I saw you. Were you there, Harvey? Yeah, I was there, yeah, but I had to, I had to dart off um, in the horrific weather. Yeah. Well, uh, John, have you dried, up, dried off since then? <laughs> Just almost, almost. Yeah. It was a wet one, wasn't it? Um Two different opposing views for myself. I'm going to argue against myself here. Firstly, when I heard that the Blackpool game was on, I was saying, what the hell? 
Like we've got injuries. Ward could be back. Norwood's out. You know, we've got. Uh, is KVY ever going to feature again? Is it just going to be a weekly rolling? Ooh, we don't know. But I was thinking, well, actually, we need a break. Perhaps it won't do us any harm. And then I, it was just again Lambo being completely different from last year. Last last season, it was like, you know. We must cancel every single game we can. Somebody once visited that, that country on holiday and has a postcard, um, so that counts as an international call-up. We'll, we'll cancel the game. And this year, it's like, hang on, we've got a chance to play the game. Let's really battle the, the half-hit injury squad. Um, it just seems a random choice. I, I guess the logic is, and I might be wrong, that if there's going to be a COVID issue further down the line, then we might need we might have even more games crammed in. So let's get the games played. But my first reaction when I heard about the game actually being on was, what is this guy doing? He just it's it's almost like he's brought a brand new book this year of how to manage, and it's a totally different publisher from last year. So he's gone. Oh, I'll just stick with this one now. Actually, <laughs> actually going to, go to Blackpool now uh, as a game. Now I've got over my kind of anti-Lambert. Uh, I'm not anti-Lambert. I'm just anti-confusion. I just don't like. I like to know where I stand on things. Blackpool haven't started the season well, have they? Let's be honest. So maybe it's a really good time to go and play them. Maybe it's time for us to get a fourth win, um, get another three points on the board. Um, I would just hate it if Garber actually comes on and. Gets a winner. That would that would be the annoying thing. But I think there's going to be goals in this one. Um, I think we. I would hope that Kenlock doesn't play as badly as I fear he can do. Um, and again, having the right team mates around him is going to be really important. I, I would suggest that he has to start with Sears on the left hand side because at least Sears is disciplined. Let's keep Judge away from that role um, as well. I agree with David. Um, so if we're going for predictions, I'm going to go for... 4-1, uh, yeah? 4-2. 4-2 to town. <laughs> when was the last the time bookies... we scored four goals away from home? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The bookies love me, Ross, because I'm always yeah. with my ridiculous predictions. Occasionally they come off. But, um, you know, we haven't... Yeah, we sh- Ipswich Town should not be fearing going to Blackpool. Let's be honest. At no point, even injury hit without some of our good players. Sindre made some really good points there that we haven't got our full squad available. But other teams don't have their full teams available as well. But if we can't go to a team like Blackpool and actually play decent football and try to boss the game, then we might as well pack our bags now and just hope COVID finishes the season and we we manage to get some something from that. But for me, we have to go there and win. We should we should not be fearful. Um, and it sounds like there could be goals. I've said that it would be nil nil now, won't it? But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mate. Thanks. I'm going to go over to to Liam next because he's the man who took me to Blackpool um, last year. Oh no, that was this year, wasn't it? It feels like it was last yep. year. Um, good old Joan. You know, we stayed at your nan's. I mean, crew or outskirts of crew or whatever. Where where does she live again? Uh, up in the northwest in Frodham, it's about thirty yeah, miles close. from Greece. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, anyway, we digress. Um, your thoughts going into this game? Are you as well as John? Do you think there'll be goals? Uh, I think so. I'm going to say three-one. 
before anyone nicks it. So <laughs> I'm putting that down. Um, I'm going to be a little bit. I don't know if people will have the same opinions, but I mean, for me, last season, all of this kind of postponing games for um, international call-ups, I didn't actually care about that. I didn't think that was really the biggest issue in town's problems last season. I think the bigger issues were the the change of formations and the change of personnel every time. I, I think... I think having those breaks for the international shutdown, I, I don't think it was as as big an issue as as pe- many people tried to make out. Um, so I don't think it would have been a, a hugely bad thing if we had had a free weekend. But I'm glad we got the the Blackpool game. I think we, we'll probably play them at the right time, and they're not in good form. Town, okay, have just dropped points at MK Dons, but. They're still in better form. They haven't lost a game yet. And as John says, I don't think it's a game that we should be fearful about. Um, so I, I, I think we can go there and win, win with a little bit of style. And hopefully, with the injuries we've got, some of the players now who are going to have to pull the, pull the load for a little while while the injured players get back, it's a real opportunity now for them to to really stake their claim. And when the likes of Downs, Norwood, um, uh, Ward, I mean, I'll, I'll take Ward off the list because um, he is always coming back. Kenlock is not staying in that team. In fact, if I was Lambert, I would be playing Danassian at left back on, on uh, Saturday rather than Kenlock. Yeah. But... Um, I think overall, I think he's going to pretty much go for a, a, a non-changed team, but I would, I would go for Danassian at that fullback um, uh, in that position, and maybe plump for Hughes in midfield, maybe a little bit more experience in there, um, but yeah, I don't think there's going to be a huge amount of changes from what's happened and I would be perfectly happy to keep NCR and Wilson going at the back because I think um, so far they've been the best find of this start Cool, I want to go over to you um, Harvey, you're the man who predicted 1-1 for MK Dons, so I want your prediction straight off the bat because it's going to be correct I'm sure uh, It's going to be 3-0 to Ipswich this weekend Alright sure. Bold claim but yes. I'm, I'm, Last week you were bold as well, so I'm going for it. And the reason I'm saying that is because I think Blackpool is it. I'm sure they've brought in about 10, 11 players so far. Um, so. Yeah, they brought a lot. Of yeah, players, yeah, they've you know they've gone in a completely different direction with um, Neil Critchley, their manager now, who's the, I think he was a Liverpool under 23s boss, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and it's going to take it's going to take time for those players to bed in. They're, Really inconsistent at the moment, it seems, Blackpool. Um, and I think they're there for the taking. Um, we seem to have a settled system, a settled way of playing, whereas Blackpool, with all those players that they've brought in, um, they haven't got that at all yet. Um, I think Garbutt will definitely play because you mentioned earlier James Husband was sent off and Husband's a left-back. So with Garbutt, I think he played the other night for Blackpool, didn't he? So yeah. I think he'll definitely play. Um Ward will play as well. I think he's he's made quite a decent start this season for Blackpool by the sounds of it. Um, all I remember about Ward is he used to absolutely infuriate me with his corners. Just the most 
floaty corners you've ever ever seen. I don't think we had one successful um, goal from from a Grant Ward set piece, um, or at least, or very few at least. Um, but it's, it's gonna, you know, it's not it's not necessarily going to be an easy game. But I think I think we could win, and I think we'll win quite comfortably. Um, whether that'll come back to bite me, who knows? But um, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm going to go for a, for a three nil, um, and hopefully we'll uh, restore a bit of confidence. Well, when you were correct, it was at least 15 players, so 12 uh, permanently, and then three on loan. So they have signed a lot of players. Yeah. Um, so let's go over to you, Thomas. How are you feeling going into this, my friend? Um, I'm not feeling too bad, to be honest. Um, I'm thinking 3-2 for some reason. Uh, I think Garber will score a free kick. Cause... Standard. <laughs> I think no. Then Freddie will finally score that goal. He should have done it back for last time we were there. <laughs> yeah. He'll put last, yeah. Like 90 minute, he'll, he'll put it in the back of the net and that should, that's like six months too late. But now, I, I, yeah, 3-2 for me. Um, I'm quite com- I'm not confident. I wouldn't say I was confident, but I am fairly sort of happy we'll win, I guess, best way to phrase it. Um, I agree with Liam about putting to national left back. Um, Ken Hart proved the weekend that, you know, he's he's not good enough to good enough to start there for me. Um, I don't think he don't really know that where his where his tier is at the moment. He's I think the trouble with Ken Lock is he hasn't played enough and I know it's been said a few times he is a confidence player. And you know, if, if he comes off the bench, he doesn't always look like he's into it. But um, I think his, his performance alone on Saturday shows that he didn't take his chance when he needed it. And if Ward is short term, I think Dineshin can certainly do a job there for two or three games. So I'd be having Dineshin there. But apart from that, I wouldn't. I don't think the team will be that unchanged. I'd say to stick with the back two, Chambers will be on the right, and then you've got the three midfielders who have been, for the most part, good for us to start of the season. I hope that continues for us. And then, obviously, Hawkins up front, hopefully get one for us, finally get the strikers off the mark in the league. And then, I guess, I think this is probably Freddie's last chance as well, because he hasn't done that much for us at the moment. Um, I know he's got a good partnership with Ward, but Ward's not there on on Saturday, so this could come back to bite us there, in a way, because um, that partnership's gone all of a sudden. Now he's got he's got a cover for Kenlock, who he's playing, get back for him. And also, you know, they, they've got to find their way find their feet together so that's that's one worry for me if Kenlock does play um, apart from that I think we'll be okay I'm looking forward to it I'm glad that we've actually got a football weekend uh, you know, last, this time last week we thought we didn't have a game on Saturday so certainly different this, this week Cool I'll go over to you David how are you feeling going into this it's good to have a game this Saturday Absolutely I hate international breaks stupid <laughs> things um, international football is largely pointless if you want to watch it watch it on a Wednesday night and let's get on with proper football thank you very much um, uh, yeah international breaks stupid idea um, I'm, I'm confident um, well confident I'm never entirely confident with town I'm uh, reasonably sanguine that we're going to get a result um, which is a good one I'm, I'm going to go 3-1 um, not necessarily from um, Garbutt, I'm very relieved by whoever said that husband got sent off and he's a left back and Garbutt's likely to be playing left back because if Garbutt's playing left back, that guarantees us at least a couple of good chances, doesn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it'd be relatively unchanged. Holy Chambers, Enciola, Wilson pick themselves. Um, I, mean, I, I have problems with Enciola and Wilson as a centre-back pairing, but you cannot criticise what they've done so far. I think physically in the way in which they defend, outstanding. Um, 
I just think there are better options, but you can't drop them. Dizelle Bishop, um, Nolan, you can question Bishop slightly, but overall, that, that picks itself. Hawkins, because he's the only fit striker anywhere near Suffolk. Um, <laughs> Edwards, obviously, because Ross would um, throw me out of the pot if I said anything different. There's a, qu- a question about Sears, but for me, it's, it's, and Sears has to stay in because of the left-back situation, which I've ignored. Um, there's a there's a suggestion. I would be tempted to play Lancaster on the right and Edwards on the left, but I think that given the left-back thing, you need to keep Sears in because he does have a um, head on his shoulders to be able to cover idiocy. Um, I think that Kenlock will play. I wouldn't put him anywhere near it. Um, I think Kenlock's got a lot of grief over the years, unfairly. It Last season, he got grief several times when Judge went for a picnic and left him completely exposed. There was one time when people in the North Stand were having a huge go at Kenlock around me when we conceded. I don't know which game it was. But he'd been left so totally exposed, he had three players to mark. How How was he supposed to mark three players in three different positions? Because... The wide midfield, uh, the the sort of left of the central midfielders are well, nah, that's not my job. Judge had pissed off somewhere else completely, and Kenlock gets the grief. It's the same as players sometimes criticise when um, Chambers, particularly when Berra was here and Nudson came into the side. Nudson's positioning was poor. Pull Be- pull Berra out left to cover Nudson's poor positioning. The ball came in from the left, but then Chambers had been moved into more across to cover where Berra had gone to cover Kenlock. Uh, and that chain of events meant that the ball, the goal was scored on the right. Chambers got in the neck, but the problem was originally Nudson's, and that's the same with Kenlock sometimes. However, having said that, he doesn't learn. <laughs> That's my problem. And I said it in the pub on um, Monday night to um, Liam and Thomas. It, he doesn't learn. He doesn't, you know, all you want from a young player, and he's not that young. He's, what, 23, coming up 24? Mm-hmm. You know, and he's had the chances. He's had runs in the side. They may not have been long runs, but there's perhaps a reason for that. He's had the runs in the side under the Mick. He's had the run in the side under um, Lambert now. And he makes mistakes. I don't mind that. But he does the same mistake. And he does the same mistake again, and that's my problem. I'd be choosing between Danassian and Daba. I can see a great case for Danassian, except for the fact that I watched him play left-back once before, and I just don't want us to do it again. Um, so I, personally, I'd put Ndaba in. Um, he played there on um, Wednesday night. By all accounts, he gave a decent um, account of himself. All right, he's not a dedicated left-back. You could argue Kenlock's not either. Danassian's certainly not. Um, he brings a physicality to the side. He's got that height. He's got the strength. And if you've played well at centre-back, you've played well in your game at left-back, you've got a vacancy there and you've got somebody who is inconsistent at best ahead of you. We're saying take your chances. Has he not taken his chance? So I'd, I'd go for an unchanged side except in Narber in there. And I'm going 3-1. Cool. I'm going to go over oh, to you, Sin. By the way, one, one last thing. Hmm? Somebody's been criticising the idea of Chambers on free kicks. I love the idea. <laughs> you know, we, so, does, so does Andy Warren. Um, you know, um, 
I think it was last week I said what we want isn't Sears floating little sort of iffy feathers over a wall um, or anything like that. What we want is somebody to be taking a 20-yard run and wanging it. Who is going to wang it so hard that it removes the head of anybody who has the temerity to stand in the wall in front of it? Holy. I love the idea. Yeah, Yeah, me too. (laughs) Holy. All right, we'll, we'll see that Blackpool. We'll wait and see on that. Um, but I yeah, just can't from... see Ward standing up against it. If he's in the wall, he's just going to go, no, that's Chambers, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. I know what he does in training. Um, but yeah, Sindre, how are you feeling going into this game? What's your prediction, my friend? Um, have to disagree with... Um, no, maybe not disagree. That's maybe not the correct word here, but um, I, I'm not feeling too good, to be fair. Um it's uh, it's it's a peculiar one because this game is just smells defeat for me uh, based on all the games I've seen it just play over the years. Um, I actually went up to Blackpool in 2013, I think, when we won the only goal Paul Taylor scored for us. Uh, <laughs> goal Paul Taylor in the old uh, yeah. at the, in in injury time. Uh, no, but I'm feeling. Um, not too optimistic. Uh, I think uh, I think we'll get over in the new field. As I've previously said, the tendencies have been uh, that we are too weak in that department of the of the team. But uh, if we can outscore them, I think we have a chance. But um, it doesn't smell goals either from the team. So um, no, I actually have to be a bit negative and predict a two 0 defeat. Unfortunately. All right. Well, f- thanks for that, Sindre. Thanks. Yeah, no uh, I, saw, I saw Brad nod his head. I think he's agreeing with you. So are you adding more to that? I don't feel good about this game either. No, um, I, I just don't. I, I feel even worse about it if Blackpool's fans are in there. But I really want us to right the wrongs of our performance last week. I, I'm happy we've got the game so we can right the wrongs. I hate having an international break after a bad performance. There's nothing worse for me. I have to wait two weeks. And I'm sure the players hate that to put something right. Um, it's a tight pitch at Blackpool. It's, it's difficult to play f- good football on there um, in tight, intricate spaces. We, we can do that, but it is a tight pitch. Um, I don't like the thoughts of their wingers running at our fullbacks. They've got two pacey wingers. CJ Hamilton's got three goals. Um, don't like the thought of him running at Chambers. Don't like the thought of anyone running at Kenlock. So <laughs> I, I'm a little bit worried there. Um, husband has been playing centre-half, hasn't he? So, yeah. well, one, one positive for me is that they've got two new centre-halves and they're a bit reshuffled at the back. Um, so we could get um, could get Hawkins a bit of joy there. I mean, the, the left-back, Dimitri, Dimitri Mitchell, he's looked pretty solid. So I think that Garbutt came on right wing last week. Right. Came on right wing. <laughs> so I don't think he'll be starting, but I think he'll probably come on on the wing. Um, but... I just don't like the thought of pacing wide men running our fullbacks, especially with the lack of confidence that Ken Lott's got. Um, I'm predicting a one-nil defeat. I, yeah, I just I, like like Sindre says, I can just smell defeat. I've got a bad feeling, simply, and I can't I can't say anything else other than that. That I've I've got a bad feeling about it, so I can't go and predict the result that we're going to win. I really want us to right the wrongs. I'd like to see Wolfenden come back in. Um, I know Toto's been playing well, but the scenario I see Saturday is Hamilton beating Chambers, getting towards Toto, Toto lunges in, penalty. 
I can just see that, and I don't like it when Toto faces pace. So I'd like Wolfram to come back in the only for that. Um, but I'd Wolfram like Wolfram to play left back. He's played there before, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I, I'd have Kenlock at left back because, like David said, I saw Danesian play left back at Brentford at home <laughs> in the Championship, and that was one of the worst performances I've ever seen from a South player. Um, playing left back to right back is very, very different. I mean, the ball's coming over your head in the opposite direction. The awareness is completely different playing right back to left back. Um, but I'd like Wolfram to come back in at centre-half because he steps out into midfield. I want that to allow space for Andre. I feel like Andre's not been getting the space he wants because those two centre-halves are very rigid. I know Wilson went on an amazing run last week, but Andre is not being, not being able to have the space that he'd normally like when Wolfram's playing in there. You've only got to watch the Bristol Rovers highlights to see when Wolfram steps out. That frees up Andre. Um, I'm now going to get kicked off a pod because I want Judge to start. <laughs> <laughs> I want Alan okay. Judge to play in that 10 role. I, I'm, I'm not being happy with Bishop. I want somebody in that role to be busy. Um, and because Dobra's not quite there yet, I don't think he's going to get a look in yet to be that number 10 role. I'd like Judge there purely because he's busy, purely because he won't stop running. You'll always, you always know that Judge is there. Whereas when Bishop's been playing lately, I've forgotten he's there. I know he's popped up with a goal, but then that's it, um, which is a good thing. But uh, there's, there's not even been the flashes which I normally see from Bishop, so I'm a bit worried about that. I'd go Edwards, Hawkins and Sears across the front three and have Judge, Nolan and Dazelle just for a little bit of, uh, just for running power, really, and just to, so that Dazelle can play his game. I mean, I, I love Andre Dazelle. Andre Dazelle's going to be on that team sheet for me every game the rest of town's history as long as it keeps playing so um so yeah i don't have a great feeling um hopefully chris maxwell makes a horrendous error like he did for preston against us and we nick a goal but i'm going one nil defeat well um well thanks Sindra and brad for making us feel horrible uh so thomas um <laughs> can you give us some some light relief what do you agree with some of brad's points there well i'm, I'm just gonna say um David said it earlier, and Brad said it as well. And I was thinking, that's not quite right. But Dineshian played left wing back against Brentford. He played at first half. He played right wing back first half, didn't he? And then they switched no, played... left back at half time. No, he played left wing back, I think. I know. I, sure. I definitely know we went four at the back of the second half. I definitely know that. How do you remember these things? Uh, I, I, I seem to remember <laughs> the start. And... <laughs> I seem to remember the start and left wing back at the start. And they were shooting towards the Churchmans, which means it was first half. And he didn't look, and really, he didn't look great at first half. Yeah, no, but wing, wing, we all know has been right wing back for us this last season. He didn't look perfect at all. So to put him on the left, I agree, it's not going to work. But if you put him in that left back position, I think it's going to be better than what wing back would be. Yeah, but I, I still don't like the thought of the balls yeah. coming in the box. And, um, I have to say that I'd, ra I'd rather Panassian at um, left wing back than I would Edwards at, at right wing back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that as well, even though he's my boy. Um, well, uh, we'll go over to you, John. Give me some happy thoughts going into this. I, I've just had a vision oh. in my 4-2 victory that Hawkins is going to get at least two, and I might even have just smelt the third. I don't know. I just... Ooh. Ooh. I think Hawkins will score. Just talk about, can we just talk about Hawkins for a second? Because, you know... He came in, missed a lot of the preseason. He was a bit under the radar in the sense that he wasn't like a, a marquee signing or anything. And then um, Young Drynan started the season really, really well. 
then unfortunately got an injury. Standard. And Hawkins has picked up his fitness. I think he's a proper team player, a proper worker and a team player. And he could have had a couple of goals um, in, in the last game for sure. Um, I, I just think if they're a new half pair, and, and Brad, I, I bow down to your knowledge, I, I haven't followed, I haven't read enough about Blackpool. But if they're a new centre half pair, and you don't want to be playing up against six foot five Ollie Hawkins, who's mobile, unselfish, I fancy Hawkins getting really involved. And I think he's been a, I know he's only played cameo appearances and then got into the team in the, in the early season. But I think, you know, Touchwood, I hope I haven't jinxed him with a bloody injury. But, you know, um, he could have a cracking game for us. And I think. I think he's a real um, asset. So I'm, I'm trying to fill the, the, the pod enthusiasm and optimism a little bit. I, I, I just hope he has a really good game because I think he could be a real focal point. And if people like Sears and Edwards, especially Edwards, look really lively, I think Edwards might feed off Hawkins's hold-up play and link-up play. And then Lancaster coming on with 20 minutes to go. Um you know, or half an hour to go, or maybe, you know, depending on Lambert's kind of decision-making, um, I think Hawkins is going to be vital. And just to go um, to back to Judge, I know I, I, I haven't seen enough from Judge. When we were in the championship, I love the fact Judge wanted the ball all the time. He, he, he wanted the ball. He looked like he was captain on the field don't mean necessarily in, in the sense of organizing and vocal but he was like i'm gonna have the ball i'm brave i'm brave i'm brave and i love that i didn't see enough of that last year at all and it was little impact but if we're gonna play judge i would much rather play him in the 10 role like brad said than wide left or wide right because i just think he's not that player um so if he's going to come in, I'd rather see Judge come on for Teddy with 20 minutes to go or vice versa. Judge starting the 10 and then Teddy come on in that kind of more advanced of the middle three. Um, he's not a left winger for me or a left wide forward. and He's not a right wide forward for me. So if and Lambert likes Judge, I'm not saying I would play Judge, but I think it's more likely that um, Lambert will play him. But if he does have to play him, that's where I would prefer him. Cool. Um, I saw Brad put his hand up. So do you want to have the final word on the Blackpool yeah, game? I, I, I think just elaborating on Judge. Um, I think most of our criticisms come because he's been played out wide and it's through no fault of his own. It's playing out there. I know that he's been nowhere near productive enough. But I go back to two games last season. It was Accrington at home and um, Burton. I've, I don't know if Burton, yeah, he did. But Accrington, we played 3-5-2. Judge played in the 10 role. He scored two. And he was outstanding. Our fans on Twitter were going, oh, Judge is the best thing since sliced bread. Play him in that role, play him in that role. And then formation bingo, he was our fat 10 role again and he was back on the left wing. Um, so that's why I want to see him there. And he has had a full pre-season. And I, I, I know it's funny how he says that he's playing the best football of his sound career. He's not had a very good sound career. But <laughs> I, I think that there is some truth in that, that he is playing better, given that he's still playing at right wing. So I'd like to see him playing at 10 role and have the four of them, Edward Sears, Judge, all really busy behind Hawkins. Hawkins creating havoc in there against their two new centre-halves and hopefully we can get a bit of joy. I mean, Bishop is just, um, he's just not doing it for me because I want someone to be a bit busier in there and to be 
if you're playing in the 10 role, you've, you can't go the game on notice. So that's that's my thoughts on Judge. Just wanted to add a little bit. Cool. Well, lads, that was a massive one. Thank you all for joining me. As ever, another edition of Game Day Extra Time is done. Um, thank you for everybody who has listened to all the pods um, throughout well, all the pods that we've put out so far. Um, make sure, of course, to follow us all on our personal Twitters. I can't remember all of yours um, off the top of my head, so you know, you'll know you find it in the tweet when we put it out. But make sure to follow us on Kings Wrangler on all the social media and all that jazz. Um, until next time, uh, hopefully we're not going to be losing against Blackpool, Sindre and Brad. Um, hopefully <laughs> we'll be coming back with another win and get back to winning ways. Um, so thank you as ever guys for listening from true crime to football Brexit to football for more great podcasts from Archon head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon